Hey there, everyone. It is a beautiful spring, April 1st morning. I'm Craig Goldberg. Welcome to the Yes, Have Some podcast. With me, as always, we've got our, our lovely co-hosts. We've got Abigail Gardner. What's up, y'all? We've got Mr. Jacob Walsh. Huh? Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. It's going to be one Jake? of those podcasts. Sorry. Yeah. I'll cheer up, I swear. Mm. What's what's wrong? It's, uh, it is sunny. It is April. We're about to get into flowers blooming. What's, yes, how can well, you be sour today? It's either allergies or I'm catching a cold. I think I'm catching a cold because I think mm. I know who gave it to me. <laughs> okay. Which, which, which was some guy came in and he wanted like, you know, like one of those Godzilla scenes. Only it was Wayne Knight instead of Godzilla, like from Jurassic Park. And instead okay. of Japanese people, it was little Dilophosaurus. And then in the foreground... Uh, instead of uh, Jeff uh, Goldblum in his sexy Jurassic Park repose, it was Stephen mm-hmm. King. And I said, he looks sick as shit. And I shouldn't do this, but that was not a tattoo to turn up. So oh. now I'm sick. I, I was following you for like three quarters of that. And then I was like, wait, so <laughs> Wayne Knight is Stephen King and a Dilophosaurus yeah. at the same time? Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Well, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Hit that uh, vitamin C in the echinacea, and you'll be fine. The funny Everybody's part is the the whole thing sounds like a bit, but I am literally I th- like everybody in the household is sick. Everybody around me is sick, so it's just been a flurry of is it COVID? Is it COVID? Is it COVID? Mm-hmm. No, it looks like a cold. Looks like a cold. Looks like a cold. Uh, when you say everybody in the household, do you mean your jaws barrels? Like wh- who? Yeah, who's <laughs> sick in your house? Oh, you taking uh, the barrels to the to the doctor? The mice. Uh, the that's mice. what I think. <laughs> I, I picture you like your toy room is being decorated right now by like the Cinderella mice and there's like birds coming in and picking up all of the figures that have fallen over and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's what I'm seeing in my head. Oh, and yeah. and the Wayne toy- Knight, Stephen King thing. I'm still trying to process that. I'm, I'm, a, to- that. I'm a toy collecting Disney princess is what I am. Oh, that's instead, about right. Instead of making dresses, they help me like arrange the toy shelf. Mm-hmm. I need to get them over here to, to arrange my shelves for real. <laughs> to me, my little to me, my woodland friends, mm-hmm. which Shelves way should nice. I assort my Stephen King? Should I do it chronologically or alphabetically? <laughs> Autobiographically. <laughs> Abigail Gardner. Yes. How are hi. you doing? Thank how are you. things today? Um, I'm doing well. I uh, I woke up and got ready for this episode and uh, feel nice and prepared. It's been a while since we've done a fuck budget. Um, happy to be here with you, Craig. And Jake, I'm sorry you're going through all that. Like, I know it's tough. It's rough. Um, but I'm in the noise. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you'll feel better soon. I promise. Just get a little nap, you know, go buy a toy and uh, it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's all you right. Just go buy retail therapy. That's where you got to go. Absolutely. eBay, um, if you can, if you can make it to the store, then yeah, do that. Go to Target. Do that. Is Just eBay go infect other people. Absolutely. Is eBay officially a verb now? Like go eBay, the, eBay that shit? 
Yeah, like a. I'm not yeah. feeling great. I'm gonna go do some eBay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Doctor <laughs> I don't know if that's the proper nomenclature. I'm gonna go do some eBay. That sounded. That sounded dangerous. Uh, yeah. Or dirty. Yeah. Could be either way. <laughs> uh, well, hey, we're gonna talk about a lot of fun stuff. Uh, big week uh, here on the S Have Some uh, podcast. We got a lot of uh, pop culture stuff. We got a lot of video game stuff. We're gonna talk some toys. Uh, everybody that's been waiting for it, we're gonna talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. We're gonna do our full review at the end of this podcast. So get get ready. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long time coming. We've given it a few months. We've we thought we've just you know just save it. Um, yeah, we've but, listened uh, to the people. We're gonna yeah. give them what they want. Just wait. We'll we'll do it later. <laughs> But I, I want to ask the question that I know is on all of the YHS uh, listeners' uh, uh, minds right now. How did we feel about the Oscars? Do we give a shit? Like, everybody's talking about the Oscars. I feel like we're supposed to talk about the Oscars, but I kind of don't care. Do either of you care? I cared really. when watching because I watched, like, six out of the ten um, the, the nominees for, like, Best Picture this year. So I felt kind of like I was invested in it. Um but yeah, it went off the rails so quickly um, while while watching that. Yeah, it became just like all of our group chats exploding and everyone just talking about the Will Smith incident, which is what it is. But uh, yeah, I, I don't expect much from the Oscars because like Jake, you always say it's like kind of a, a shit show and it's all like a lot of um, like inner circle, like people just, you know, being nice to each other, like within their group and not not a lot of. Um, I don't know. They don't seem to really understand like other movies and it, it can be very frustrating. I do so. say that. I'm yeah. well known for saying that. You are. Um, yeah, it's incestuous is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I don't know that it's ever not been inside <laughs> baseball. And I think it's the flavor of society about whether they give a crap or not. And I think mm-hmm. right now, zero craps given. I think I think Oscars are a luxury thing in society. If things are going, I don't know. I, here's my theory if we went back and looked at like other peak things like around uh 9-11 uh the energy crisis in the 70s stuff like that or the war like world war ii like if we looked at that what was the response well world war ii is not good because nobody's watching on the mm-hmm. on tvs in the tv era but but if or the you know the worst parts of the vietnam war and all that what was people's reaction to the oscars and actually even that might not even hold because it's possible that when things get bad certain times in society they just go to it because it's an escape. But right now, mm-hmm. I think everybody's so plugged in and they're mainlining, you know, the war in Ukraine, uh, COVID still just sort of lingering around and all this stuff. And everybody's like, this is, nobody's got time for this bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. General like, consensus. Like, you could literally just show up and have a half an hour show where they just announce the winners where you go, oh, that's great. I'm going to make a note to go see that. And then we're done and then on with our lives. So. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. You actually show everyone receiving it, the award, instead of like cutting certain parts. That'd be great. Just get, let right. me like check my boxes to know who won. <laughs> Add back in more categories and then have your big long ceremony and then just edit it down to them accepting it in their speeches. It's over in, well, let's make it an hour long with commercials. And yeah, we don't need done. like crowd work bits and like all sorts of stuff no, in the middle we don't of need it. it. We don't, I don't, I don't think right now anybody cares who hosts and they still try to make it such and such as hosting. And it's like, yeah, it who cares? Anybody. just crank. I don't it. care. But that in memoriam segment like that, just let oh, that yeah. be as long as because that that hurt. That was a very lengthy in memoriam segment because so many people passed in the last year. And like the, the Ivan Reitman thing with with Bill Murray hit me right in the gut. And it happened after all of the the Will Smith slap and mm-hmm. Questlove winning an Oscar and all this, mm-hmm. everything that all the shit that people should have been talking about. I, I will uh, stand by yeah. Questlove getting an Oscar. That was awesome. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's unfortunate that that like took place and coincided with that moment. Um, 
yeah, it, it was something that like as a, a child of the 90s and like watching Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV, there's like kind of that interest of like, oh, these two celebrities are like going at it. But it's just very hollow and um, kind of unnecessary. Like it just left a bad feeling and like we were not paying attention to the things that yeah. were meaningful that were happening. Good um, movies and, mm-hmm. and good people who passed away. And now we're just thinking like, was that a bit like, oh, I, I yeah. wonder if that was a bit. Was that real? Was that a? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just mad that I invested so much time in watching uh, Nightmare Alley like the day before the oh, and it didn't win anything. I'm like, okay. Yeah. What the shit is that? Nothing ever wins. Oh, it's nominated. Yeah. Right, right, right. I did like the Through the Eyes of Tammy Faye, though. I thought Jessica Chastain was awesome in that movie. Um, I don't know if y'all got it or got it. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. Okay. Highly recommend. Jake, I know you like Jessica Chastain. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Um, All right. Well, so I totally do. He does. He, he does. does. He's just he's playing it cool so that when she listens, <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't like who Jessica yeah. who? Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna um, be the other tattoo on your hand is gonna be. Come Jessica on over, Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> the woodland creatures helped me organize my Stephen King shelf. Oh, dude, she hears about that. It's on. <laughs> well, what else is going on this week that we should talk about? I just saw that Michael Che is leaving SNL. What? That, no. That hurt. I didn't see a, that. What the yeah, f- dude, that dynamic is so good between the two of them. Oh it's man, so good, and the way that the two of them just fuck with each other all yeah. the time. Like he and Jost, and and when they set up their end of the year, like writing jokes for each other. Like I don't know, man. I think that's going to be a, a it, at the end of this SNL season. I think a lot of people are going to leave. Like I think this might be like Kate McKinnon's last year, and that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. I think a, a bunch of people are leaving. Yeah, but. they've bolstered up some new young faces on there. I have a feeling. Yeah, I agree Never, with you. Keenan Thompson will remain for oh. at least eight more seasons. Oh yeah, the constant. Absolutely. <laughs> I think yeah. he said like I'm never le- until I'm told <laughs> to leave. I am not leaving this. I'm not leaving. It's- yeah. yeah, he's like, it's a great job. I couldn't. Why would more. I? Like, I'm on SNL every week. Uh, yeah. And then you got that Andrew Desmukes guy who's like uh, baby Daryl Hammond, just doing yeah. all of the impressions now. So mm-hmm. that'll be fine. But it's just also, it kind of sucks. I hate those, like, when the when the transition. Uh, the transition period happens, when it's like, so some people are leaving, but we're not bringing new people in, or they bring in new people and you're like, who are these people? Mm-hmm. It takes a little bit of adjustment. I don't know. Definitely. I'd say it takes a few seasons to get to where it's like good. And even when it's good, it's like two thirds good or something like there's always like some some misses. And I suppose you forget that looking back. But um, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'd like to see a new cast uh, like to see their chemistry come together. Um, I think that it's definitely kind of like the ending of an era seems like closing up on on this old cast. It's a big yeah. cast right now, too. Right. Like there's mm-hmm. a shit ton of people in that show. Mm-hmm. I don't want um, I don't want the last you know, little vestiges of um, live television to go away. I think the spark of live television needs to be maintained somewhere. My fear is if you stop Saturday Night Live and then five years goes by and somebody's like, let's do a live thing. And nobody remembers how, right? The institutional knowledge of how to do live anything is just rusted up. So Mm -hmm. it feels like when you watch the Stephen Colbert show and it's live, it feels like a different show. Like you Mm. feel like everybody's kind of flying by the seat of their pants and Mm -hmm. Like anything is possible. Yeah. Well, not even news is technically live anymore. Like if you tune in for that one bit, you're and then they loop it. And yeah. if something goes off, they'll tighten it up and cut it. So most of the mm-hmm. time, not even the news is live anymore. So yeah. and SNL, like there's so many pre-recorded things now. Like the please don't destroy videos are awesome. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's what's getting traction. So maybe they're kind of yes. 
Right. Well, I don't think it's going away live. I don't know that that's Michael Che leaving does not like necessitate the like, well, we're not doing it. It's Saturday night. No, 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 no. I don't want live to go away. I literally. I don't know why I thought about that, but it's dark. You're in a dark place, Jake. Yeah. I'm not in a dark spot. I'm not in a dark spot. It's the cold. You got a bad head cold. Yes. No, I haven't caught it yet. I'm just grumpy that I might get it. (laughs) You're the impending. Doom. Impending I, doom. I opened the door the other day to get a breath of fresh air, and I think I might have caught it from outside. So, uh, air. I'm sorry. It's just waiting for you. I'm Our sorry. biggest enemy of the last many years, air. Uh, well, hey, look. About it. I, we've got segments like we're going to do, we're going to talk about getting stressed about stuff. We haven't done that in a while. We're going to do a fuck budget, which I don't remember the last time we've done a fuck God. budget. So I'm very excited about that. Okay. Um, the people so, have spoken. They want the, the people have budget. spoken. The people have spoken. Mm-hmm. That's that's my that's that's my one impression for the episode. Uh, but I don't even know what that was an impression of. Me either. Clear. I was like, is that Dan Aykroyd? It was kind of Beldar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. With the okay. little Richard Dreyfus per usual. It's like very nice. You can wear my slicker. Um, <laughs> you can wear my slicker. <laughs> anyway, so let's get into stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, it's been a long time. I don't even think I have the thing on my soundboard anymore. So we're just going to get into it. We're going to talk yeah. about what's stressing us out, guys. And, yeah. and for those of you who are not familiar, this is our segment. We talk about stress, but it's like a good kind of stress. Like it's something mm-hmm. that like we're looking forward to and it's kind of making us feel weird and or, or it's something that we want to purchase and we're not necessarily sure we're going to be able to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we say what's stressing us, that's that's what we're talking about. Um, so let's just, let's just dive into it. Maybe, uh, Abby, you want to, you want to start what's stressing you out this week? Yeah. Uh, so many things in the world. Um, but like in my little world, the thing that's stressing me out is, um, and I showed this off on toy anxiety with y'all, uh, last week, this is, uh, from pound purries. They're like the pound puppies, kitties. Um, yeah. The, yeah. Okay. So first of all, I can't stop thinking about them. Um, they're cause I've been really into littlest pet shop collecting that. And I got, the entire place that I ordered off of eBay, I got some. Um, you, well, y'all were there. You saw the uh, the littlest pet shop toys that I picked up at the convention at Toylanta. Toylanta, and, mm-hmm, yeah, that was a fun time. And now that I see the back of this place, that it's uh, the Super Pound Playground. Three words: Super Pound Playground. That is what I am stressed about and needing. It's a van that you can like break down, and it becomes like a circus for all of your animals. And I've had so many of my friends reach out to me on Instagram, be like, "I had that, I had that, I had that." I'm like, "Well, I never did." Yeah, show offs. Yeah, Why do people dude. always do that. Like, fucking. I, it makes me mad, honestly. I'm like, "Well, I'm buying all of these things back because I never had them." Um. But yeah, so I mentioned it on the on Toy Anxiety last week, and now I'm in this place where I'm watching YouTube videos and I'm on eBay and the loose version of this van, which I guess I can kind of show off. I think people kind of it's like pink here. Ooh, there you go. Um, the loose version of it is only like 30 or 40 bucks. But it, if you get it, yeah, it's it's reasonable. But you see, uh, Craig, that doesn't come with any of the actual accessories oh. or the, the puppies, the bunnies, oh. etc. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like just a man with a circus inside of it, which is cool. Um, I think but, you just sold Jake on pound purries and pound yeah. puppies. Like, I think that like he's going to start fighting us for getting like, these on eBay. Dude, stay away from my collection. Yeah. Calling it just the van is like saying the Barbie dream mobile is just a car. It's like, no, it's more you than get a car. it. And yeah. then you get Barbie and it's magic. So go get your van. I'll mm-hmm. leave it to you. I'll stay out of your way. Okay. As far as you know, get in a van and get, get the purries. And then there you go. That's I don't think what you I... want to, I don't think you want to say get in the van. Get that, in the van. 
it's it's a circus in there. I um knock on your door, dude. Yeah, but the the thing that it's a van for some pound furries. Get in the pound no! van. Yeah, no. stranger danger. Exactly. Oh, God. If you see a van with like pound pound town on it, don't don't venture pound in. Town. It's probably not, not a circus. Not the same thing at all. No. Um. But the, here's the thing that's really stressing me out. Um. I want it in package and it's like $350. That's like the only listing on eBay. Is, there's one and it's gorgeous. And I would like to display the entire box because that's the point. It's like you have because the there it's like, well, let's see. Littlest Pet Shop was made by Kenner. So you have some really good designs on the packages. And I really like yeah. to display those in front of their package. Um, And I've got a new shelf set up. So I'm like, it's just it's a lot to think about and uh, manage expectations. And I'd yeah. like to find this stuff in the wild. Um, But I'm probably going to end up just spending way too much money on eBay Um, yeah. and getting getting the pound town van, driving <laughs> around the neighborhood, getting was, the, the purries with a bag was, of candy. Yeah. Absolutely. I was at a, uh, Hi, somewhere once, and um, they had framed on the wall the people's place I was at. Framed on the wall was an uncut sheet of um, garbage pail kid cards. Mm-hmm. Uncut sheets of cards look amazing. Why don't they do that with old packaging? You're right, Abby. Like the boxes of these things are works of art. Yes. To have the unfolded box printed as a poster mm-hmm. that you can just put on your wall for mm-hmm. certain things would be amazing. Yeah, we, I completely okay. agree. We got to find a phone number and uh, yeah, there make you go. that happen. Yeah, I feel like some of the toy designers have to have that stuff, like their own art or their like mock-ups or whatever. Like, yeah, you know, you're you're flipping through Instagram randomly and you yeah. see like the guy who did the art for the Batman and Robin, uh, mm-hmm. the the front card, mm-hmm. uh, or even the the dude that did all of the McDonald's cups for Batman Returns. Like that's yeah. beautiful yeah. art. Like put yeah. that, put it in yeah. precisely, put it in yeah. the museum. Yeah, it would be yeah. awesome even to be able to get. Sorry, I like, didn't mean to derail. No, I love it. Own purries. No, 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 you're no. good. And I'm sure, Craig, you even know um, from the Ghost Command Center that you got the the sticker sheet. Um, that's like seeing that pristine and seeing that artwork still intact is just it's mind blowing. It's so like a time able- capsule. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. I, even even just having copies. like a flat version of that framed and up on the toy wall would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love I'm to still, have the files. I don't want to talk about the ghost command. I'm st- I'm stressed out about that. And yeah. that's like the, uh, there's one sticker and I still don't know where the fuck it goes. Like I'm looking at those instructions and I don't want to yeah. put it in the wrong place and it's it's a whole well, I'm not going to help you. It. We're not going to talk about do it. Do that yourself. Uh, all right. Well, that was that was good stress. Thanks. Abby. That's, that's Thank all you, you got. That's, yeah, that's it. That's all I'm stressed about. I mean, there's millions of other things. I mean, yeah, there is we can we can go on forever about stress. stresses. All right. Stress, Jake. Stress, stress. Jake, what do you Yes. What's your stress this um, week? My stress, and I'm pretty sure this is mine, um, and not some other person's, is um, the uh, the Netflix Marvel shows dropping from Marvel and officially heading over to Disney+. Plus. Okay. Good stress with a little bit of bad stress, because I hope this is... Um, I heard once from some guys in Canada that they were in a car with Rob from the Ghostbusters British Columbia who made noises that they would never, ever, ever, ever use those shows in the larger MCU. And that was about five years ago. And he's a ding dong, obviously, because you're very connected with the Canadians for some reason, Jake, because <laughs> mm-hmm. the uh, it's, you know, it's a short hop. I commute. I don't know. Anyways, the uh, uh, Matt Murdoch showed up in the last Spider-Man. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the door. And it, and I think it was 
throwing in his fan service and 100% proved more than that. I think the way people reacted to it, the, the, the guys upstairs went, Oh man. So if there was any thought of maybe let's just leave them or maybe we'll revisit them with other people later, I think that went out the door. And now that the stuff's all moving up uh, to Disney plus, we'll start to see them think in terms of things like let's continue the defenders, you know, all, all variations of the defenders. We can now do the defenders and have Dr. Strange show up properly and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like we can just, if the door's open, let's just play around with it now, especially since they're so into the shows, right? The movies only come out every once in a while, but they're like, man, we can fill the void with so many shows. Yeah. They're heading in, they're heading into comic book territory, which is instead of just like a book here and there, it's now going to be a, a shelf of, of, you know, st- every we're heading in the direction of something new every month. And I'm for that. Yeah. And the fact that we might get uh, Jessica Jones back and that we're going to get uh, uh, the Punisher. Oh, like, I don't, I don't want uh, his uh, Punisher to go away for a while. Cause I think that was a really rock solid one, especially at a time when, let's just say the iconography of the Punisher is problematic in the real world. I like that there's an actor that kind of got it in one of the f- small narrow window spaces that the Punisher is something more than a, a love letter to Charles Bronson and a hard on mm-hmm. for vigilante justice, right? Like there's somebody that kind of found the human bit and I'm like, we should maybe let that run out for a, a few more seasons. And I'm all for that. So yeah, Luke that's Cage. what I'm stressed about. I noticed you didn't mention Iron Fist. I, I feel like you're just kind of. No, I think I think he that's another good example, too, because when Disney Plus started doing its shows and we'll get into some of these, maybe um, the 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 Disney attention to detail kind of got ramped up, whereas when they did like the Netflix shows, you know, they had they could remember they launched with the amazing fight choreography of Daredevil. And by the time they got the Iron Fist, it looked like things had kind of they kind of tried to cut down on time or budget or something mm-hmm. like that and i feel bad because i i think he was pretty good as danny Rand. and i also don't think they understood <laughs> like it was it was a whole series of people of you know like a uh, guy with a you know, disability is a superhero a woman as a superhero a man in the black community is a superhero oh poor rich white kid lost his money is that mm-hmm. the show <laughs> like i think i Where's think he the deserves- trauma I think he deserves a better shot as a story and this might be it. So (sighs) yeah, Mm. well, it's no, you don't agree. No. Hey, I'm behind on all those, the the new ones that were just added to Disney plus. Like I started Jessica Jones didn't finish, but listening to you talk, especially about Punisher, I feel more interested. Like I'd like to go back and and dig dig through. They were were all really great. And I don't know that they were hitting 100% all the time. And they yeah. kind of went long too. The seasons seemed to be what were they like thirteen or fourteen shows? They were whereas, short. I feel like weren't they? They were like 10 they weren't full seasons. Like yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go back and double check. Mm-hmm. But anyways, now that they're being being brought under the larger um, film production banner, let's so to speak, and and not only that, they now automatically get the attention to detail. You could see that in the originals, they were allowed to mention little things or uh, Agents of Shield. There's another good one. Agents mm-hmm. of Shield, more Agents of Shield. Um, that's the song I made up because I'm Jake and I do it's that. Pretty right? good. I'm famous for making up. Pretty songs. good. Yes. I love yes. your songs, Jake. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, it's like, so that was on ABC. So it had to kind of fight the television standard model for getting your show out. And you had to do a full season run, which sometimes is not the best to drag a story out for. And wasn't quite tapped into the MCU properly. So when they're like, can we have an Asgardian? They're like, we'll make up one and you can have a third tier Asgardian for the movies. There and you it'll go. be Peter McNichol. And damn Which it, is, we love him. We love Peter McNichol. Yes. He was fine, but who was it? Was it Sif that showed up? I don't. It's not yeah, that Lady Sif showed I, up. Lady Sif, yeah. I don't, I'm not against that either, but these were small little tokens to say, yes, you're part of the cinematic universe. But, but you're right, they but, had they had uh, 22 episodes they had to fill. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's a, a little tough. That can be problematic. Right? Yeah, yeah, your story so, can be deleted. Now we're heading in the direction of they're going to do like some of the shows and then they're going to drag some of the people from the shows into eventual like the movies because you can see in the Eternals that we're kind of heading into some of the more supernatural characters and they'll get a couple of movies out of that yeah why not just build up those four like just give them a little bit of a polish and get them back up on their feet and build towards not a Defenders series but a Defenders movie give us a Defenders movie mm -hmm. I'd go watch a Defenders movie that's yeah that makes sense because then you have all the investment of watching for so long and it, it would make yeah it'd be and, cool and, to see it edified or like brought up into I, like the I next think, level yeah i think price wise it works out even better too because instead of saying we got these four characters and over x amount of time you're going to make 13 episodes at whatever the cost is so we'll have to try to keep the costs down no take the four characters slam them together shoot a two-hour movie give it give it even even a, a slightly above average uh two-hour movie budget and it's already going to be able to exceed anything that we've gotten to see in the tv version of it Mm -hmm. and i'm all for it so yeah but that's the stress because it's it the potential's there but nobody said anything yet all we've literally got is matt murdoch showed up in spider-man and even that's a little weird because spider-man exists in his own kind of weird little mm -hmm. spider-man doesn't know who not daredevil there. is it's kind of weird like i yeah, i think it's kind of like its own weird timeline maybe or something that but, mm -hmm. yeah. that's the uh, where the stress is the potential's there it's mm -hmm. gonna be a while to see where it lands but that's my stress that's good stress. That's good like stress, it. Jake. That's yeah. I like. I am. I'm just as stressed about that because I don't know where the hell the MCU is going right now. Like they're setting up Blade. They're setting up Harry Styles being the brother of Thanos. They're setting up like I. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But mm -hmm. uh, very, very interested. I'm just um, happy there's adult content on Disney Plus now that they have to like keep. True. <laughs> I think you got you got to lock your kids out of Disney Plus now, and that's the yeah. way it should be. Yeah, because I'm there. <laughs> Get watching. your kids out of Disney Plus. <laughs> we don't need them. I want them watching that Punisher. Uh, all right. Well, I, I just I quickly want to uh, get to stress because it uh, yes. it also should have been a fuck budget thing, and we I, it just happened yesterday, so there wasn't time to, to get it out to you both. But uh, Obi Wan Kenobi delayed mm -hmm. two days, which is f now from the twenty fifth to the twenty seventh. Uh-huh. But we get two episodes. Instead of getting the first episode, now we're gonna get two episodes. That, is, that is awesome. Mm -hmm. However, it now really stresses me out about something that is near and dear to the three of us here, which is uh -huh. Star Wars celebration. God. Which right. we had a feeling like if oh. Obi-Wan comes out on the 25th, we're all gonna be talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi and we're all gonna have seen the first episode. And now that shit's not gonna happen until three days into the convention. This is difficult. I, this is like real stress. This is like good, but also real stress because I have no idea now how things are going to go. Mm -hmm. I don't know why there's the push. I don't know why we're getting two episodes now. We don't even need to talk about that. But like they think it's an angle, obviously. Right. That, that's the only way it can be, because it's not like 
unless it's like, oh my God, we thought episode one and two were complete. And it turns out uh, Ewan McGregor wandered around with a Starbucks cup for half of the first episode. We didn't notice, <laughs> right? like, we got to get no, rid of jeans, man, in the background. <laughs> there's no technical reason no jeans and to stuff. push it back. <laughs> it literally seems like it was a, 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 a timing decision, right? Or the only thing I can think of is that there's something tied at Star Wars Celebration that maybe that was supposed to, to happen coincide? on Wednesday or is now going to happen mm. on, because let's see, right. what day is, what, I was trying to look at my calendar as fast as I could here. What day is, oh, the 27th is Friday. Friday, yeah. 25th was so the Wednesday. 25th was Wednesday, which also had May 25th. That's a big Star Wars anniversary. Yep. It made a whole lot of sense. We've talked about it a lot on mm-hmm. all of our podcasts. Like mm-hmm. May 25th, it made a whole lot of sense. But now... I don't know. I'm I like I'm stressed because I'm really excited for the show. I know you both are too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. Like but I don't want to have to wait longer. The the planner in me, I can't do this at Star Wars Celebration now. I can't figure out like when we're gonna sit and we're gonna talk about it because now it's gonna happen on Friday and we had plans for Friday and we had plans for Thursday. Mm-hmm. Craig, I don't know how you're gonna do it. Honestly, how dare they? For podcast okay. producers everywhere out there, I say, how dare they change? How dare you? We had a plan. We were gonna podcast from schedule. the hot tub. I was okay, not consulted. at our hotel. Yeah. So it. Uh... Let's just say Friday is the solid day, like all conventions. Friday is the day everybody who's going to attend is there, right? There's none of the, I can't make it Wednesdays, I'm working Thursdays or whatever, mm-hmm. where there's that, there's that ramp up. Friday is the day everybody is there. And if you're going to release this thing in the middle of the convention, obviously that's an audience you want to see it. Is it possible then they're just organizing a, you're going to get to watch a movie's length of Obi-Wan Kenobi at celebration all together big screen one room but wouldn't they have and been doing then, uh, i guess there was yeah wednesday would have been like the pr- the preview day or whatever the half right. half day yeah so yeah. if you have a, a big splash for it at the celebration and all those all those star wars fans leave there like what kind of buzz does that create versus you put it out on the wednesday and the public sees it and the people going to the show see it but they're not all necessarily there's something special about being in a room watching this stuff, it just in general, let alone with a room full of people who love the same thing you do. I'm just wondering if it's not yeah. meant to be uh, right. Like the Saturday will be filled with watch them react to this bit. And it's a thousand people. Yeah. Or, yeah there's pe- people who show up in those two episodes and now they're guests on Saturday and Sunday. It's just, it's weird to me to think about the release schedule of a show being dictated by a convention that's happening at the same time, but uh, maybe that's kind of what happened or. Yeah, if they're just going wow. to have that like live moment where everyone's together um, and reacting to have good press for it. I mean, I can understand that. I would want it to be the kind of thing where I'm in a room with everybody together, not scrambling like beforehand trying to, to get yeah. do something on a Wednesday or whatever. Like, I, I think it might be better. Um, like I, I'm looking for if possible. if they do that, I'm looking forward to the three of us sitting in chairs and mm-hmm. everybody just going ah! when the Hayden Christensen yeah. shows up or whoever mm-hmm. it ends up being. But Dude, uh, yeah, I'm going to rush the stage <laughs> if Hayden shows up. That'd be I'm real also cool. stressed now. Do you think do you think that the episodes are going to be coming out on Fridays now, too? Because so they move it from Wednesday to Friday, which, you know, Moon Knight, which we're going to talk about yeah. in a second here, comes out on Wednesday. They're not going to do that the whole time, are they? <clears throat> Excuse well, me. Yeah, I, I don't think so. And then we have to go back to Midnight Mando hours, which is insane. So it's fine. Not. It's fine. <laughs> You and I did not sleep ever. Yeah, we, it's we don't so sleep true. anyway. So what's the difference? 
Who cares? Oh. Who cares about our sleep? Nobody cares about our sleep. Nobody, they just Nobody cares about our sleep. They or want our that content. No. They want our five podcasts a week. Mm -hmm. Five going on 15. Yes. All right. Well, that's that's a good stress segment, everybody. It's been a while since we've done that. Well done. I feel better. Do you feel feel better? Yeah, just getting it off our chests, right? This is our group therapy. Hey, shout out to YHS Group Therapy if you are not a member Abby, you, you usually do that part. I What's do. The, how do you do Thank that? Thank you. Uh, well, if you'd like to be a part of our closed group, you can go to Facebook, log in and search for Yes, Have Some Podcast Group Therapy. It's a closed group. Once you join, you can share pictures of the collections you have, of things you just bought, um, things you're stressed about buying. And it's a safe space to talk about toys and celebrate the things you love. Uh, no memes. No That's memes. It. Mm-hmm. It's the only rule. No memes. You will be kicked out, buddy. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. No way. Um, all right. Well, let's get into our fuck budget here. Again, same thing. I don't have the thing here. Uh, fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck, mother, 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 well, we, in my recollection, we have 10 fucks, but if time has changed and if you want to have 20, let's do 20 cool. fucks. Let's do 20 fucks. All right. Well, uh, I'm, I'm doubling inflation. all mine. We have inflation. to account. We have to account <laughs> for inflation. I think it's at 7% right now, which doesn't necessarily add up to 20, but it's well, another thing. So inf- but this is the inflation fuck budget, which right. you got to watch your fucks. I can do the math. All right. <laughs> all right. So, so Abby's going to quickly like redo. I'm watching her scribble frantically. Yes. Okay. She's done. Yes. This is why you do the math and I, I do the eBay purchases. Yes. Um, all Always right. about the math. So for those who are not familiar, we all start with 20 fucks, as we just decided just now, inflation. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will talk through a variety of topics in which we will allocate some of our fucks toward said topic. This is uh, how many uh, fucks we are going to give about this particular thing. Some okay. of them may be zero fucks. Some of them may be all the fucks. You have no idea what we're going to give, but th- mm-hmm. they are our fucks to give. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Exactly. So. Let's keep the the MCU on Disney Plus train rolling here. Uh, we are going to talk about Moon Knight. No spoilers. Everybody that just quickly reached to like, ah, don't talk about Moon Knight. All I want to do is just talk about maybe maybe we've watched it, maybe we haven't. Um, but how many fucks do we give about Moon Knight at this period of time on April 1st, 2022? Jake, do you want to start? How many fucks do you give about the Moon Knight show? Oh, I'm just trying to figure it out. I would give it... Well, a lot, actually, because I did see it and I did enjoy it. And I am interested to see where it goes. 20 is a lot. I mean, literally, like we could just liberally spread them out through the whole section. Okay, so um, we, got, we got five topics here. I'm going right. to I'll let you that. Normally, I don't like to do that because I want you to get to the end and be like, I don't have any fucks. What did I do? I yeah. gave out all my fucks. Mm-hmm. I gave all my fucks. Well, mm-hmm. then you should have just given us 10. 20 is just too rich. Um, we got money. We got, yeah, we got money. We got yeah, so many. we got a. I'll give it six. There's more money in the it, bank. I'm gonna give it. Six. I'm gonna give it six bucks. All right, that's, that's it's a... just getting started, but I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and I know we saw bits and pieces in the trailer and kind of knew where it was going, but to watch it all played out, and no spoilers here, but he's obviously got a bit of an identity crisis thing going on here, and to watch the way they kind of ramped us up to the hour and then ended on a non-resolution resolution. I'm in. Here's six. I'll see you next week because this is really heading in a direction that I really like. So, 
Take my fucks, he said. Yeah. Take my fucks. Jake, Take you them. and I are literally on the same page here. Yeah. I also gave six fucks to this uh, category. I love Oscar Ooh. Isaac. He's literally, I want to sail that dreamboat all the time. And it's really nice to see him in this kind of um, like mentally like confusing, uh, incongruent timeline jumping with a lot of like uh, you putting the pieces together and this is not spoiling anything, but that keeps me engaged in the show when I'm like, hold on now, that just li- doesn't line up with that. Okay, now trying to put it together. And then just the general like museum atmosphere for the show and diving into like Egyptian gods and demons and like half crocodile people. That's that's mm. like awesome shit that I'm I'm totally here for. I hope I didn't like spoil any of the actual action, but um, I'd give this six bucks, maybe even more at this point. It's just... Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm excited about it. It's what we have right now um, to watch the next Marvel installation. And we were talking about how cool those are. I'd say six as well. Yeah, he's 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 also really proving that he's got the range to like to flip back and forth and yeah. play. It's tough playing multiple characters. Again, sorry, yeah. no spoilers, but you should have read the comic by now. Yeah. Maybe, or watch the trailer. Yeah, so. if you have a dissociative identity disorder, then yeah, there's a couple things going on. Yeah, but the trick is, is that he's, um, he's, yeah, uh, we've seen people before try to play multiples, and it's not always doesn't always work. But he's actually, to be honest, I'm I want to see where he goes. Did you guys ever watch um, Jekyll, the British series Jekyll? Mm-mm, but I'm assuming. A go about find the it. Plus of this nature, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it is a modern telling of the Jekyll and Hyde thing, and I forget the actor's name, but you'd know him if you saw him. And he he was freaky in that he would play both uh, uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, and his like he literally looked different. He did nothing. He just basically kind of just figured out how he stood, his expressions, all that stuff for one character and for the other, and then just moved between them. And it was like watching two like there was points where we debated like are they like doing makeup on? They're not doing makeup. On. And I'm kind of looking forward to. Mm. This is not quite the same thing. It's not that good and evil sort of thing for the huge split. But, you know, mousy and badass. And yeah, so the far, dichotomy is there. So anyway, sorry. That's good. No, That's good. Craig, Craig. Jekyll. Tell us. Uh, tell us your fucks. I was I was stuck on Abby talking about Oscar Isaac being a dreamboat. And I recently saw an image of Oscar Isaac and Justin <laughs> I know. Chastain. Thanks, yeah. Ryan Dole. Can't wipe that out. Can't wipe that one away from my memory. But anyway, nobody ever cares about my fucks. I gave this one two fucks. But all right. So we care. <clears throat> Mandalorian season three has wrapped filming. Thanks to uh, Carl, Carl Weathers, who doesn't care about his NDA uh, and always is being peace. We now know that social media be peace. I want to. Uh, <laughs> I'll be peace. I'll be quiet. Uh, how are we feeling? How many fucks are we giving about this? I mean, all of our auxiliary, we already talked about Obi-Wan. So we know that all of our, our heart fucks go to Obi-Wan, but mm-hmm. how many fucks do we give about Mando season three? Abby, I'll, I'll start with you this time. 10 fucks, a whole 10 fucks. 10 fucks. Yeah, absolutely. This was my favorite show that has been on, on TV. Those first and second season were just absolutely incredible. It's what I was wanting while I watched Boba Fett. Um, so to be able to get back into his story where he's going to be with Grogu, when I say him, I mean Mando, um, it, it's it's going to be the two of them because that choice has been made. Um, and I, I'm excited to see whatever's going on with the Darksaber, seeing if um, he can can wield it, uh, maybe just seeing other characters, maybe Pelimoto pulled back in, getting more of that. I'm, 
I just love the cast. I love the feel of the show. Um, and I'm I'm just ready because it's it's like perfection, like just delicately put together and yeah. amazing stuff. I love talking about it with y'all too. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> All my favorite parts of Book of Boba Fett were Mando. So it's like, yeah. I, I feel like just continue that story because that's what I care about. All the mm-hmm. fucks. Yeah. Absolutely. How about Jake? How about you? What do you got? I give it four. I'm excited four about it. But yeah. but the thing was, is in Book of Boba Fett, it slightly turned into the Mandalorian. So mm-hmm. I, I don't, I feel like I, I'm good for a while. <laughs> if that makes any sense. I've had. Up. You've had your Mando fill. I've gone to the Mando Methadone Clinic. I've had my my, my little hold me over. <laughs> nice. And in a, okay. I can wait a bit. Okay. It'll it'll wear off, and the 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 dragon will return. But for the moment, okay, I'm willing to wait. All right. mm-hmm. you're, you're you're reserving. You're some I don't want to get off. I don't want to get too excited beforehand too, because it is going to be very cool. Coming out of two, it was like okay, so the only two things we cared about, the Mandalorian and Grogu, have gone two different directions. So once a season three, and then Boba Fett was like. It was, it was it's not even a backdoor pilot it was like a backdoor season three like they're like for the budget of boba fett we'll test this out yay they're mm-hmm. back together okay we'll see you mm-hmm. in season three kids uh so i don't want to get it too excited too early because again expectations measured yeah, yeah you gotta keep them measured you don't want to burn yourself out before you get there so i'm uh yeah four expect expect the least yeah yes i like I'm, it i'm all in though i'm yeah. there abby i was with you i got i got 10 fucks to that i got 10 yeah. fucks to give to that that's that's hot. That's it's good news. Yeah, 100%. All right, three three more, and we got uh, we're getting low on time, so I want to make sure that we get to these here. Um, okay, Legend... oh, I'll be able to help you zip through these. All right, here we go. And and again, yeah, Abby, you only got four fucks to give here, so yeah, use them wisely. <laughs> uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, the sequel on the good old Nintendo Switch, has been pushed a whole year into 2023. How many fucks do we give about the delay? How many fucks do we give about the game? Doesn't matter. Uh, Jake, let's let's start with you. Two. Two fucks. Okay. How come? Um, uh, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Delays, ha- especially with video I, games. I, Jake, have no unique insight into the video game industry, but I just feel that it happens. Like, yeah. I don't... And not only that, people... It, it's a never win. You come out, they'll complain about something that they say, oh, you should have waited longer and fixed that. Or you go long and they're like, why are you making us wait? I was like, forget it. I'm, I feel deep down inside some strange empathy with the video game industry that I have not previously had before. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, it happens. If you're that wound up, guess what? Right now, there are so many games coming out at any given time. If, you're, if you cannot wait, you can find something. There's something else out there inexpensive you can drop 10 bucks and, and bide your time so just if they think they need to hold off let them hold off two fucks that's all i give i love it not much at all respect Abby, that's more than you normally do for gaming I, it, it was like it was I said, a, I have a, a generous little... fuck <laughs> yeah yes. there we go yes i'm impressed by your generosity thank you fuck thank you all right Especially, abby how about you thank you how many fucks Zero fucks. I gave no this fucks. no mm. fucks at all. Yeah, None of the fucks. Link has just always been the lamest to me. I never really got into the gameplay of Zelda. It's it's a lot of like puzzles and going and that's not really my thing. I like open world, like do whatever I want. I want there to be cute creatures. It's very important to me. So Zelda was just never really. I used to watch my brother playing it uh, on our old Nintendo, and it just never really held my attention. 
Therefore, I uh, and Link is the lamest character to play on Mario Kart, which is my reference he for is. him. He just looked meh, meh, like his powers are. I just don't. Everybody thinks they're being cool choosing Link. Like, oh, check me out. I love Zelda. Yeah. How no. Clay will play Link You're when he comes a fool. over. You. Yeah. And I'm like, lame. Um, loser up. But yeah. So and the pushback doesn't bother me because I'm literally like you said, Jake, I'm playing games that are making me happy and keeping me occupied. Mm-hmm. The new uh, is it Forgotten Land, the Kirby and the Forgotten Land that just I just downloaded that and it's really fun. I played Kirby growing up, so it's like hitting all those those spots. Yeah. It's making me happy. Uh, plus, I always have Animal Crossing and there's some new tracks coming out for Mario Kart that have been released, which I'm I'm all about. Um, so Zelda, no um, Link. Sorry, just don't not don't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm having I'm checking. I'm checking. I'm sad to say there's no Pound Puri's video game. So damn yet. Sorry. Yet. Well, maybe yeah. if you follow your new interest in video games, Jake, you can. Oh, I didn't say happen. I was following anything. I just this is this is a one day insight I had. I woke up and you uh-huh. know what? I had a revelation. And you were I was in the it. shower. Yeah, I was in the shower, just and I said, "I've had an insight to video games. I hope it doesn't last long." Um, and there, and it's gone, and it's <laughs> gone, and it's gone. Um, I also gave this zero fucks because I still haven't finished the first one. I. Played for 10 minutes and I got bored. All right, uh, moving on to <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. We got about five minutes here. I, we'll, bl- we'll blow through we'll these. Blow. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, new trailer this week, coming out in May. Tom Cruise, show him all the money, but how many fucks are we going to show him? Uh, eight. Eight. Whoa. Eight is eight. great for I Jake. How come you go on eight? I don't know. I keep telling myself uh, stupid Tom Cruise movies. I don't care. And then for whatever what I, I read an article about the hold he has over paramount and slightly terrifying but what can i say it pays off he he when he gets his way uh a heck of a movie results and he this makes one fun looks like, movies yeah this new trailer like i said i'm a i'm not there for the goose is my dad you killed him sort of things like, Ugh, whatever okay great just fly the jets and the shots they're showing of the flights the jet stuff is just I'm like I'm there for that. Fine. So that's where the A fucks are going. No fucks for Goose's son. All the fucks no. for flying. All the fucks <laughs> for planes. None okay. for none for Tom Cruise. None for Goose's son. Uh, without a uh, dad, and you're not giving him a. You fuck? know what? Right. Seven for the flight. One for they didn't bring back Kelly McGillis. I don't think did they? they no, they did have, not. Anyway. She has been replaced by um, uh, Sarah from Labyrinth. What's her name? Oh, oh, that's true. That's okay yeah. then. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Jen- Abby, 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 Jennifer Abby, 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 Jennifer Conley. Jennifer Conley. Thank Conley. you. There we yeah. go. I give this zero fucks. No uh, fucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm saving them up for the last category. And yeah, yeah just Top Gun. It, we've been waiting too long. I feel like within the movie, like Tom Cruise has aged somehow like more because it's been such a long wait. And I'm just not here for the Tom Cruise life. Not a big not fan of it. his. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll maybe it will catch me off guard and having low expectations. I'll be really like stunned by the the flight sequences because I know those were cool and I did watch Top Gun as a kid. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have it in me. I don't have the itch to know about what happened to Goose's kid. Yeah, understandably. Or, see yeah. Tom Cruise be like a badass. Maybe it'll surprise me and be fantastic. That would be just awesome. There you go. Set your expectations low and mm-hmm. reserve then the fucks. Overwhelmed. Yeah, exactly. I give this one five because I'm a sucker for the uh, the nobody can teach us we're the badasses who are rebels and then insert this but like you know yeah yeah i Gordon, know he's Gordon like Bombay coming yeah. in yeah, yeah johnny lawrence that's like <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> all right uh last one and chris uh or yes. chris i mean jake who? why would i call you chris that's really yeah. stupid uh, that doesn't make any sense your name's jake 
Uh, Jake, by my math, you have zero fucks to give. That's so, right. uh, thanks for playing. Um, but you're broke. <laughs> I don't even get to ra- rationalize my zero. Yeah, broke. I, 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 I built it out that way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, last topic here. Bruce Willis, the Bruce Willis, uh, has announced that he is stepping away from acting. Uh, very sad for the reasoning that he is doing this. He's got uh, an aphasia uh, that uh, diagnosis that is going to make it impossible for him to communicate. It's going to affect him being able to talk and, and understand people, which is very sad. Um, we are not here to give fucks about that. We want to be sensitive toward that. We are here to give fucks toward how we're feeling about no more Bruce Willis movies, because that is either it is sad or if you are Jake and you have zero fucks to give, you don't care. Uh, So uh, Abby, let's start with you. How many fucks do you give about no more John McClane, no more Bruce Willis movies? I gave this four fucks, Craig. I mean, it's it's sad. It's a bummer. Like between Die Hard and Pulp Fiction, you've got like he's just a, a really influential and like legendary dude. Um, seems like a nice guy too. And just the the battle he's gonna be going through with this, it's a, it's really a bummer. Like the disease itself affects your cognitive like yeah. abilities. And that's gotta hurt if you're like if your lifelong job was communicating things through storytelling and acting. Um so I, I would really it, it makes me sad to think that he's not gonna be in anything else. Um I hope the best for him and his family. And um it, it, yeah, it's I'll still watch Die Hard every Christmas and you know. Yeah commemorate and celebrate those things but yeah it's definitely a bummer jake jake is jake is raising jake's his hand. jumping in i'm i'm taking one of my fucks away from zelda and putting it to this there you go he's giving in. a fuck he gives a fuck ladies and gentlemen nice I, yes i haven't hit, i haven't spent i'm still i'm still at the checkout i have not committed so i can move it around if okay I want. all right well that's the, the bank will allow it it that's is a very tough time covid well, and see, financial mm-hmm. crisis i put it and, i put it to zero because you're right uh, you here, you kind of laid it out that it was supposed to be no more movies. I and I basically immediately went to no fucks to give because this is none of our business. That he's heading off into a, a tough place, and I was like, "There's no reason for any of us point. to pay attention." Mm-hmm. And then, and then you, you re- reminded me what the parameters were. So I'm going to give one fuck <laughs> on the basis of it is sad, but if you look at what he's been doing over the last little while, he's been doing a lot of pickups. He's been doing a lot of we need a name for the movie. So uh, Bruce Willis sort of thing. And they've been piling up and I didn't quite understand why I was like, is it because the market is weird for actors and their big budget movies and all this? Like, cause you're seeing all the, the big names that used to command big movies are now, you know, finding themselves on television, Netflix and all that. And I was like, why is Bruce Willis in all these weird little low budgeter ones as the name that got the low budgeter made? Now this could be part of it. He needed smaller parts. He needed more, you know, flexibility to deal with this sort of thing. As it, it uh, but it is time now. The one fuck is, go do what you got to do, Bruce. Because it's it's. I, I say great, and it it's not it's not the best terminology. But when an actor gets that one last great role in, and then they pass away or something like that, you're like, you you had yeah. a great career and you went out on a high note. He's been piling he up a lot of swan he didn't song. get that. He's had mm-hmm. to he's he's relatively young, is the problem. Like basically to have a fascia, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of time ahead of him to, just age-wise for this. And it's like, uh, and yeah, he was piling them up and it's like, forget it. Stop, go do what you gotta do. You hopefully don't need to do any of that stuff. Just be with your family, 
work mm-hmm. it all out as best you can, mitigate it as best you can. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as like Abby said, every Christmas, that's where we remember you. Every mm-hmm. Halloween, we're going to go out and we're going to watch, you know, The Sixth Sense again, all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. He's got yeah. his. So do go now before you do something that unfortunately starts interfering with our older impression. That was my one fuck. I'm out of here. I love, gotcha. I, I love watching the armor right. come down, Jake. I love when you're when I see Jake's heart grow three <laughs> sizes and he gives a fuck for humanity, like just that That's one right. humanity fuck. Yes, vulnerability. I, I really appreciate seeing that. That's it. It, it gives oh. me faith in humanity. I yeah. Love How did I make it past the audition for this? That's what I want to know. That's, uh, Jake, you, anyways, you were born here, Jake. Let me ask you, you something, though, Jake. Yes. How many fucks do you give about this uh, Harry Stamper figure from Armageddon, Bruce Willis? Uh, well, I'm out of fucks, so I can't give any. Oh, you have zero is... fucks. <laughs> no fucks to give. Craig, give me, give me some fucks. This is awesome. All right, give, give the, give the man ten fucks because all of the Armageddon toys were both amazing and ridiculous. Yes. Is I that a Hot Wheels? This. Did Hot Wheels make that? Hot Wheels. Mattel wheel. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Mattel Hot Wheels. Yeah. It's their right. non-vehicular line. Cool. And it's an unusual size. Yeah. It's like, it looks, it looks like a Centurion. It's kind of mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. Yes, in um, all of its excess, it's wonderful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are short on time. Uh, our apologies to anything that we said that we were going to get to in this episode and we did not have time for. Uh, but uh, for myself, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, thank you so much for joining us on Yes Have Some. Please hit the likes, the subscribes, smash all of those buttons, buy the t-shirts, listen to the, the soundtrack album. Uh, anything and everything YHS, we put a lot out there for uh, all of you on a week-to-week basis, on a day-to-day basis, on an hour-to-hour basis. There are some days we got three shows that come out at the same time. So it's all for you. We bleed, we sweat, we cry for all of you out there. But yes. that's all I got. So we'll see you all next time. And go watch Craig's um, video of the unboxing and the setting up of the Ghost, the Ghost Command, Command Center. You yes. gotta see, see me freak out. All right, we'll catch you on the flippity flip. Yes, awesome. Night, y'all. Uh, Hey, YHS, uh, first time caller, long time listener, and uh, great to see you back on the air. Would love to send you one of our patches. I'm a part of a local Ghostbusters group. We're the uh, southeastern. Uh, South, so, hold on, it's the name so long. It's the Southeastern Northern Ohio Ghostbusters. That's what it's called. And uh, just great to see you three doing what you've always been doing. Um, all right, well, I'm going to go watch Ghostbusters Afterlife again for like the hundredth time. And uh, we'll uh, see you on the other side. <laughs>